Hello, my name is Sam Clements and welcome to The Love of Cinema, a picture house podcast proudly supported by Kia, powering independent cinema. On today's show, we are talking all things The Little Mermaid with two of the filmmakers behind the new version of The Little Mermaid. We've got Rob Marshall, the film's director, also the director of such work as Chicago, Mary Poppins Returns, and Into the Woods, and a whole bunch of other musical things. Nine, you name it, he's directed it. He's definitely the right man for the job for a big underwater musical spectacular. So we've got Rob Marshall, incredible director, who was in town for the premiere of Little Mermaid, and joining him uh, also in town for the premiere of Little Mermaid was Alan Menken, the film's composer and songwriter. Uh, He actually worked on the original animated version of The Little Mermaid with Howard Ashman. In this new version, he's written some new songs with Lynn manuel Miranda. Um, so it's, yes, yeah, an incredible, incredible tour de force uh, there. I mean, Alan Menken is someone whose work I've grown up with. Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of us have. He did Aladdin, the songs for Aladdin. He did the songs for Beauty and the Beast. And of course, the the, the classic uh, songs for The Little Mermaid, in, in which he won an Oscar for um, Under the Sea, that incredible song. So great to have Alan Menken on the show too. In terms of what you're about to hear, we'll go to my conversation with Rob Marshall, first of all, and then we'll go into my chat with Alan Menken. Please enjoy The Little Mermaid is in cinemas right now. Ariel, don't! Poor child. I can help you. You can't live in that world unless you become a human yourself. Is that even possible? That's <laughs> what I live for. <laughs> about you seems different. I can't quite figure it out. She got legs, you idiot. Thank you so much, Rob, for talking to us today. Thank you, Pitch our cinemas. We're going to be playing the film on the big screen. Oh, exciting. Um, uh, what's this part of the, the, the filmmaking process like for you when you're actually showing the film in theatres and you, you get oh. to see the audience? Well, for me, it's, it's, it's after four and a half years of working on the film, I feel like it's time. <laughs> sort of like... <laughs> Let her swim on her own. You know, that's what I feel. I mean, it's, it's, it's been joyous. I mean, we haven't shown it that much. You know, that's what's so interesting. We just had our world premiere last week in L.A. And being at the Dolby Theater in, in Hollywood, showing it on a massive screen like that was just, I mean, overwhelming. And, and hearing the reaction was so exciting. Hearing applause after musical numbers and the laughs and sort of the emotion of the piece playing, you know, it's so gratifying. You, you know, because you're in your own little bubble mm. for so long. And then now, but you realize, well, this is what it's meant to be. It's meant for people. And I think, you know, I will say, the one thing I will say about the film, I feel like it's the perfect time for this movie. I think people need to escape into another world, be lifted in some way. I mean, the way that a musical can lift you and, and, and bring you sort of a deep experience to fun and joyous, but also emotional. So it's, it's, it feels like the right time to be sending this out into the world. That's... For sure. Something positive and escapist. Yes, exactly. We all need that. (laughs) We need it. Uh, we're talking in London, uh, back sort of at the scene of the crime where you were you were making the film at Pinewood. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. What was um, I was just wondering? You know, this film is it, it's, it's a real spectacle, but um, you know, it, it has a lot of special effects work going on here. Yes. How just when you approached this film, 
you know, how are you planning the shoot? How are you planning to yes. bring some of these underwater scenes uh, mm. to life when shooting live action? It was daunting at the beginning because you thought, well, how do, how do we do this? You know, obviously we can't be underwater because they have to sing and speak and, <laughs> you know, we have to place full scenes, you know. So there can be some underwater work, some here and there, but it has to, the majority of it has to be in a blue screen stage. And then we have to really then add everything. So you're adding water and backgrounds and fish and vegetation and, in our case, also hair. Mm. Every strand of hair and, and, and mermaid tails and costumes and all that kind of thing. I mean, it's all designed in advance, but it has to be created through visual effects. So there's a big leap of faith, you know. Um, I will say my mantra the entire time I was working on the film was, this is so complicated technically, but it can't be what leads the film. Mm. What leads the film has to be story. It has to be the acting work. It has to be the character work. We have to be involved in that way. If, if, it, if it becomes a technical exercise, then you've, we failed. You know, so it has to, you can't, I, my goal when you see the film <laughs> is that you see none of it. It just looks natural. Oh my mm -hmm. goodness, they're underwater, they're moving, it looks completely. Meanwhile, it's done like literally a mosaic. Like I would, sometimes I would do, I would say action, mm -hmm. and they'd be on, the actors would be on some kind of rig, some like a, something like a, what's called a tuning fork. You'd be with a disc around you and a big crane arm moving through the, and then I'd be, you'd be on that for two lines, and I'd say cut, and then put them on another rig. So it'd be like some wires that would lift them. And, and so it, it was always, it was done in pieces. Mm. Um, it, it, thank goodness we had the rehearsal process because that's when you find the movie and I'm, I'm big on that because I come from the theater but I also feel it's where you discover the piece that's where you discover the piece and that's where you learn how um, what relationships are and, and what the story is and all of that and that's there so by the time we got to the actual filming that was already baked in um, and before we get to sort of all the technical craziness of it it's, uh, yeah, because it it's kind of mind-blowing, the, uh, the, the technical feats. <laughs> yes, um. I mean, hopefully, you know, you don't see the seams mm. and you sort of just go with it, you know. Mm. We also use this new technique called anima, mm. where you capture someone's face and you can actually apply it when there's something that's too technically challenging for our actors to do, but they've performed it in front of many cameras with lots of light and so that we can have that moment. But it's usually just a transitional piece, like mm. a little something and before we're back into... But you should never see any of that. It should all look just like part of it. Absolutely. I think that it's, it's a real seamless experience, and it's oh, all good. sort of grounded through your excellent cast. I oh, mean, you, that, you. you know, you can't fake the, the singing talent and the performance talent uh, no. on display oh, I'm here. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Uh, I, was, I was wondering, how did you, I mean, you know, all of these sort of Disney live-action films, the characters are so iconic. I think yes. The Little Mermaid has probably some of the most iconic yes. oh, characters. No for, uh, There's not no just question. one generation, but many who've experienced the film. It's true. For, for big roles like Ariel and, and Ursula, how do you approach those, um, you know, casting those characters? Well, my goal as a director is I never have to make a choice. <laughs> <laughs> that is somehow chosen for me. And I, and I feel that's, that happened here. I mean, my goal is that, someone comes in and claims the role and says this is mine and that's exactly what happened with all the actors specifically Ariel Hallie was if you can believe this the first actor we saw for this part oh, wow. she literally walked in she sang part of your world first for us it was so moving <laughs> I was so touched by it I was in tears mm. by the end of the song oh, wow. And, and then she read for us, and we saw, wow, the potential that she had as an actor and where we could go. She came in many times. We saw everybody for the role. I mean, hundreds of women after that, just to make sure. But she mm -hmm. had set the bar so high, you know?
and it was very clear that this was she was Ariel. There was there wasn't even a, I didn't have to choose. It was just clear. You would have felt the same way. Anybody would have felt the same way. It was so obvious. And then with Melissa, she was born to play this role. I mean, I met with her. I was a huge fan of her work. I thought she was so funny, but also a really strong actor. And I thought, she's going to bring so many colors to this. And we sat down. We started to talk. She goes, you know, I started in drag. That's mm -hmm. how she, what she oh, wow. said to me. I thought, wow, really? Because, you know, this character is based on Divine, mm. the drag actor Divine. I thought, really? It sort of felt like, so you're, so you have a connection already into this world, and she just, I knew she would be fearless because she is fearless, <laughs> and she just brought every color to this role. It's something like you've n never seen from her before. You know, you've seen it, so you know. It's just so interesting, so, so scary, so funny, so um, mercurial. You never know where she's gonna go. And, and she just, uh, she just, I just knew this was for her. And similarly, she, she claimed it. Absolutely. That's incredible. I mean, yeah, you can't. Well, the first thing I said after the film was the performances were incredible. Oh, thank you. Know, you. Not the CGI was wonderful, which it was, but the performances are what stay with you. Oh, I'm and, so glad. And uh, Melissa gets to sing my favorite song uh, in the film. I don't think we've seen Melissa sing on screen before. And, and she's no, she's never voice. sung before. She was, <laughs> I know. She didn't know that she had the voice, you know. I mean, it, it was, that's what I love about working with actors who are new to musicals, and I've done it my whole career. You know, they have these talents. The really talented actors can sing, you know. And, and, and it's just an extension of what they do as actors, you know? And they come from the right place, you know? And that's what happened, you know? She, she's, like I said, she's so fearless that she would just try and, you know, express her thought through song, and it, the voice just was there. And, um, and she trained, obviously, mm. a lot for it. Um, John DeLuca, who I work with, gave her a lot of help finding the nuances of the role, too. And she just was, and she was just, um, born for the role I mean and I think she surprised herself you know wow I can sing like this and we were like yes you can you really can it's really powerful absolutely you can imagine uh, Melissa in, in a club somewhere you're just on stage doing that totally it totally up. it's all about you know <laughs> believing you can I mean I like to I think my my sort of job as a as a director is to protect the actors make them feel really safe so that they can then just make mistakes and be terrible and get better, mm. and and then just try anything, and and I think with with that kind of you know non-judgmental feeling that sort of that surrounds them, I think they can really achieve so much, and I think that happened with our cast. It's very important to me. It starts starts as a very small, mm. intimate experience, even though this is a massive epic film. It, it, it's all about that sort of simple story in the middle there. Absolutely. Story is king. And uh, thank you so much for talking oh, to us what today, a pleasure, We're Sam. excited to play the film on the big screen oh. uh, throughout the summer. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's exciting. Sure. Thank Cheers, you, man. Sam. What a pleasure. Sure. Thank nice you. to meet Cheers, you. Bro. Thank you so much. Let's go somewhere new. See worlds we've never seen before so that we can feel inspired. Whether you're sitting in a cinema or in one of our cars, inspiration comes when we feel something new. That's why our electrified range is designed to take you on inspiring journeys. Kia, proud supporter of independent cinema. Kia, movement that inspires.
basic human. You're a mermaid. That doesn't make us enemies. from Pitchhouse Cinemas. Uh, we'll be playing the movie on the big screen with audiences, and it's exactly what we need this summer, I think. So uh, yeah. a big thank you uh, for the wonderful music. I guess with The Little Mermaid, we're, we're, we're talking just on the eve of release, and I wonder if there's a sense of deja vu uh, for you uh, from the original. Oh, this is such a different process. <laughs> I mean, when we wrote the original Little Mermaid, we didn't, nobody really knew what we had. We, we suspected it was a very good movie, and we suspected that people would like it. But the groundswell of support and love, I mean, deep love for, for Little Mermaid and then Beauty and Aladdin showed that there was a big appetite for this. Now, obviously, expectations have grown, you know, geometrically. And um, to have this movie land as well as it seems to be landing is incredible. It's um, because now you're dealing with, you know, a generation that's grown up on all of these uh, movies, and then seen the Broadway shows and other live-action movies or the TV, you know, uh, um, versions of them. This is, you know, a Rob Marshall film of The Little Mermaid, and wow, nothing compares with that. It's a true, uh, it's a true spectacular, isn't it? It's and, uh, truly <laughs> spectacular, and and emo deeply emotional. And I'm, you know, everything I'd wished for when I heard that Rob was going to be directing this has exceeded those expectations. How do you how do you feel when you know you, you hear that the film is happening and 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 we're going to come back and we're going to redo the music we're going to add new songs? How do you feel sort of being at the the center of that, going into that process? I feel good. I, I feel honored. I feel a little anxious that I want to meet the people who are going to be working on this and and just establish what our relationship is going to be on that. But for the most part, it's just, um, you know, it's like, woo, I'm going on another ride. Yay. <laughs> And uh, the audiences who are you know about to see the film, there are, there are new songs in the movie, and you've got a new collaborator on those songs, Lin Manuel Miranda. Right. What was it like uh, you know, that process, that collaboration? It was great working with Lin. Lin, I think this was faded because I knew Lin, I knew of Lin when he was a little boy, and and so it's almost kismet that he grew, and he loved Little Mermaid. I mean, just that's how I knew him. And he grew up to be Lin-Manuel Miranda, the writer of In the Heights and Hamilton and Encanto and, and Moana. And so now we, we sort of meet as equals and as collaborators on this adaptation. And um, Lin is very smart. He's very enthusiastic. He's got a, a great gut about what works and great joy in, in, in his um, art, artistry. And um, it was just a matter of us getting in the room and saying, hey, let's, let's see what this collaboration is like. And it ended up, as you can see from the movie, pretty, uh, could be pretty amazing. It, and it runs the gamut from things that are so much in my wheelhouse to things that are more in his wheelhouse. But it all fits in The Little Mermaid.
Absolutely, they feel right at home. Yeah, which is quite a feat considering the you know time between the two. I know uh, the two versions. <laughs> what um uh, yeah, when it comes to a, a new song, when does that first get to you? Is that sort of in the screenplay? There's a conversation like maybe we need something here or yeah, kind of. But what what happens is we we all David McGee wrote a script. I, I'm sure it, with a, first a treatment and then a script in collaboration or in association with Rob and, and John. And then I go, and Lynn and I both get in the room with them and we sit down and discuss our reactions and what the expectations are for changes in songs or, or maybe a new song here or maybe a different reprise here or maybe not have something there. But we, we discuss all of those issues going front to back, make sure it all feels like, a, like it's right mm. and, and appropriate for, for all of us. And then we take them you know, one at a time. We we explore every song moment as deeply as possible. You know, um, in terms of the tone, in terms of the the dramatic arc, in terms of the stylistic um, choices, in terms of you know the tone of the lyric. Every every aspect of it, and then we take each moment and we work on them. There's some really incredible vocal performances in the film from our from our lead cast. What's it like for you, sort of collaborating with a new performer uh, to bring some I, of the classics back to life? <laughs> you know, on the original, I, I have more direct contact. In this case, I think it's healthiest. That I I try to hang back, mm. let the singer work with the music team. In this case, Mike Hyam is the main uh, cornerstone of that team, as Michael Kosarin has been also. And, and they work with the singers and let the singers really feel confident about their performance. And then, um, and also Rob Marshall, who's very, very mm. uh, influential and hands-on. And then I will, you know, listen to it and get involved. But I'm thrilled to be able to just entrust the song to them, let them make it their own, and then and then maybe make you know some comments at, at the end if I need to. What's it like hearing someone new sort of come in and, and sing these songs? It's amazing. It's great. It's maybe one of the most satisfying parts of, of what I do in my career is to create these sh musicals and these songs and that are strong enough to have people give their own life through them. And that's exactly what I want. I want people to reinvent, to look at them, to to make it their own. That's you know, it's a, it's a real joy, and, and it always works. Uh, there's very few cases where you know I've been disappointed in somebody making a, a true choice about uh, one of our songs. Yeah, it was, uh, I've been I've been humming the soundtrack all weekend since seeing the film on Friday, and uh, I feel like audiences will be doing the same. What do you like to, when a film opens in cinemas? Do you, you know, do, do you go and sit in with a public audience, or do you, do you sort of like to hang back? Well, you know, there's a premieres, and I'll enjoy the premiere. I don't generally go and you know. I will. I'll be more likely to do that for, with a stage piece where I'll go backstage and say you know, give the actors a hug and see, you know, all the subtle changes that will happen night to night. The movie is the movie. And I'm thrilled that people will be watching it. And I generally will have moved on to my next project.
Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, uh, Alan, for talking to us. We're really thank excited you. to introduce the film uh, to our audiences this summer. Thank you.